Not a great day to be a Rays fan after your hometown team lost 7-0 to to the San Francisco Giants. And we got further injury news and not the good kind. Not a lot of positives to get from yesterday, but we'll try starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on the social medias at Locked On Rays and email us anytime. We are planning to do a mailbag episode sometime this week and in the new, uh, near future. Locked On Rays at gmail.com. All right, without further ado, let's get into the big news of the day, and that is Shane McClanahan will be out, of course, the rest of this year and will be out the rest of next year, 2024, as he will be having Tommy John surgery for a second time. He had it for the first time back when he was at USF, so certainly... Certainly a devastating blow to the team and the fan base for the present and the near future. Yeah, and we knew that this was most likely what was going to happen. We just wanted to wait for it. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you say left uh, forearm tightness. He's a lefty. uh, We've seen. And then the whole rigmarole um, of... We're going to see this doctor, and then we're going to see this other doctor, and then we're going to see this other doctor, and then, hey, the the thing, the appointment is planned for Monday, and then even Topkin goes, apparently it's tomorrow, even though they had said it was Monday all along. Like, mm. <laughs> come on, like it was, yeah. it was just right there. We it was all inevitable. Knew, yeah, we all knew, and 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 that doesn't mean that it's less painful, um, but uh, it it. Now it really puts a a really big damper. I mean, it's 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 on this season with the injuries to the rotation. You go Drew Rasmussen, you go Jeffrey Springs, you go Shane McClanahan, and now you've your margin of error is now at zero. Right. And I'm curious, not just for this year because of what has gone on with the present injuries and the news of Wander Franco as well, but what do they do and what are their plans for next season, knowing that you'll be without Shane McClanahan, the possibility that you could be without Wander Franco. I know Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen will miss a chunk of time. Uh, I don't know their exact timelines, but that's a lot of bullets that you're taking out of the chamber there. So is it a case of, you know what, maybe this is not rebuild time, but retool time. What do we do with Tyler Glasnow's $25 million contract? What do we do with Zach Eflin? What do we do with Aaron Savali. What do we do with Manny Margot, for example, which we'll get to in a second. And I wonder what Shane McClanahan, because this is terrible timing, uh, as he would be entering and will be entering arbitration. What will he get for that first year? And I guess the second year, I guess whatever he gets this first year in arbitration is just going to be replicated for that next year. But uh, if he was healthy through the course of this season, I would imagine he would have 
more money coming to him. So that's an unfortunate part of it as well. So there's a lot flying around as to what what are the Rays going to do, not just for the rest of this year, but what are their plans in 2024? It, it, it just it makes you think so many things because if the Rays, they could go the, retool, the retool way where it's, hey, Randy Rosarena, you're gone. You're at a, you're at very high value. We can get some nice pieces yeah. for you. Um, Tyler Glass now, you gone. We can get really nice pieces for you if he doesn't get injured. If he doesn't yeah, get injured. And that might be the other wrinkle on this is let's if he doesn't get injured the rest of this season, if he pitches like he did the other night through the rest of 2023 and into what we hope is a deep postseason run, that might be the time to cut loose because you don't want to have a uh, another unfortunate injury happen to one of your starters and then you're on the hook for that money and you're on the hook for not getting uh, as big of a return as you'd like to get. And he's not only pitching, he's pitching, he was the AL pitcher of the month uh, right. uh, last time. So, so yeah, he's been pitching great. So if, if, if he's able to continue that, of course you can get really nice pieces for it. And $25 million might sound a lot to race fans for 26 other fan bases. It's really not. Um, they can do that. Um, and then out of those 26, 15 would not even sneeze at it at 25 mil. Um, so yeah, I definitely could, could get, get pieces there for Randy, for, for, for Tyler. And then do you even go further than that? Just go, Hey, Manny Margot, that's a lot of money for you as well. Um, we might package you with somebody else to, to, to get some payroll relief. I mean, this could be a this whole Shane McClanahan slash Wander Franco um, situation could permeate throughout the whole roster and oh, yeah. and 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 kind of shake the opportunity window that we've been talking about since 2019 when we started this podcast. It's like don't think that opportunity windows to win the World Series are always open. They're not. Ask the Texas Rangers. Remember that 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 team that was amazing in twenty in the twenty early twenty tens, and then they became right. awful. That's what happens. You have a a really good window of really good baseball, really good talented core play, core core group of players, and then that's gone. And if Wander Franco and Shane McClanahan are not going to be part of it, and you talked about Drew Rasmussen and Jeffrey Springs, look, Jeffrey Springs ha- pitched in April. Okay, that means that TJ at least is 15 months yeah and and you don't know what you're going to get so 15 months that's what that's three months after april so may june july so he what he would be coming after the all-star break drew rasmussen apparently same thing after the all-star break who's going to be in your rotation right before these two guys get there yeah what savali elflin glass now if you don't trade him and then tosh and latell and then there's no depth who's the depth jacob lopez yeah. Chris Well. And that might be a case where if you were to trade Tyler Glass now, we'll have more to discuss on this for sure. But you don't just get, hey, let's get a couple hotshot prospects and you know, single A, double A. Let's get guys like Taj Bradley esque who are ready to ripe. They are ready to go and implement right into the uh major league roster more or less. So that might be another um, situation to look at down the road. Um, But first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something extremely, extremely important. 
Yes, we do. Okay, Locked On Race fans, I have to tell you about this new app called Bunches. Bunches is a new app built just for sports fans like you, where you can chat sports in real time. Click the link in the show notes and description to join the app or go to the Apple App Store and download Bunches right now. This is where you're going to have amazing conversations with other Locked On Sports fans. It's it's really fun. Uh, if you like sports because you're watching Locked On Rays or any other Locked On podcast, you're definitely going to want to do this. So download the Bunch Bunches app today. And when you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. It's very easy to find. So you can also click the link in the description or, uh, or the show notes of, of our pod to join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. If you have uh, any questions, of course, everybody will be able to help you. So again, Download the Bunches app today. Yes. Um, and we also continue on the, the Shane McClanahan matter. Uh, we can't just assume that once 2025 rolls around that he's going to be vintage Shane McClanahan again. He could be a completely different player. He may not be the same guy. So let's also not get – I hate to be Debbie Downer here, but let's not get our expectations up. Like 2025, we've got a Cy Young pitcher right on our hands again. A lot of complications. A lot of things can happen. Um Players evolve and change for the the positive or the negative. So I just want to throw that out there as well. Oh. I know one guy we haven't really mentioned as far as the pitching plans uh, for next season, and I'll be curious to see what he can provide as Shane Boz. So you would have a little infill there seemingly, I think, but it's going to take sure. a lot more than that to uh, build out uh, this playoff rotation. Or yeah, no, but, rotation, just like but rotation in general for 2024. Sure, but what you said about Shane McClanahan, you don't know what you're going to get. That also goes along with Drew Rasmussen, and it goes yeah. along with Jeffrey Springs, and it goes along with Shane Boz, who will be coming back from TJ. So it's so it's a lot of question marks on a lot of arms that are making your rotation. So I right now, I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if – 2020 if the 2023 offseason becomes kind of a fire sale and now i I i wouldn't be surprised and i think if you're a race fan you might need to breathe deep and and put your seatbelt on yeah because that's exactly what what could happen and some guys that you really appreciate would be gone and 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 would, would no longer be wearing a race uniform i mean i know we even made uh a specific episode about Brendan Lau being untradeable which to this to this point I still stand by our argument that he is untradeable he might be traded in the offseason yeah. <laughs> now you know like this is where we are this is where we are right now uh you know you you're seeing Curtis Mead get the call up you're seeing Oslavis Basabe get the call up you know for whatever reasons uh this might just be the way that hey, we're just going to inf- influx some some youth, yeah. and so that they can see these, these other guys working at it. But we're going to dismantle this whole thing. And I was going to say, Kevin, do you think the dismantling happens if they go deep into the playoffs, or if they're not successful in the playoffs, or does it matter which way? Yeah, I'm not sure if it matters. If they go deep in the playoffs, then that might change the complexion of things. And there's also the other wrinkle of this organization is trying to gain funding for a new stadium. So maybe that could 
alter the calculus in the situation as to what they do uh, because you also don't want that bad PR hit of, uh, here we go, raise another fire sale, another, you know, lowering the payroll and all that. So that's something that has to be considered. Um, frankly, and I don't know how confident or unconfident you are on this, but they still have to get into the playoffs too. I mean, you are without McClanahan and Wander. I think they're going to get in and what happens can be a crapshoot, but um, it could be a little bit of a, a tougher tale and a tougher ask than uh, we thought beforehand. Now also adding, I know he hasn't been uh, his normal self this year, but you're taking a veteran outfielder in defensive stalwart out of the clubhouse or out of the play in Manny Margot, who's dealing with elbow issues on the right side, right elbow issues, uh, which are limiting his swing and throwing. Uh, Manny Margot will be having uh, a procedure to remove loose bodies. And that's another guy who, I mean, if we're going to do a podium of, of candidates that the Rays would try to move off the roster, it might be Manny Margot because he is the highest paid position player earning $7 million this year and signed for $10 million in 2024. And I would say generally by race standards, the production has not matched uh, what his paychecks put forth, but he is a, a valuable piece of the organization. Um, just go look at his defensive highlights and some of the momentum swings he's made um, over his career and sometime this season, but it's been certainly a down year for Manny Margot. He hasn't played as much as uh, we would have, or, or should have expected. He's got a career low on base percentage and it's just been a, a seemingly quiet Manny Margot season where before it was always, you know, Manny Margot, we can count on him to step up and he's kind of underrated, but now he's just uh, kind of absent seemingly like it's it's just been very like oh he's still he's on the team like what's going on here he was uh pushed into the fourth outfielder role and he now is exactly like a fourth outfielder you know what i'm saying like when yeah. he was pushed into the fourth outfielder you're like oh wow that's that's interesting and then now you're like oh yeah he's he's producing exactly like you would expect a fourth outfielder the problem is is what you said is the money the money doesn't really match a fourth outfielder kind of uh, production, especially when you're the Tampa Bay Rays and you're just said he's the highest paid position player. Like that's that doesn't make sense. So um, they there were rumors that you know they were going to try to trade him during the the trade deadline this year. So mm-hmm. he he he's out there for the taking yeah. for anybody who who's um, interested. I I don't know, man. I feel like. It's really odd having a team with a record, what, 22 over 500? Or, you know, however the mailbag right. <laughs> uh, question guy said. Uh, but it's and, – and, and just feel so terrible about this team and yeah. about where it's going. It's odd. It's odd being 72 and 50 and saying – like right now, look, let's – let me spin this a little bit. Will the Rays make the playoffs? I would put so many green skittles on this. Like they have a ninety-two point eight percent chance to make the postseason. 
per baseball reference, a 5.9% chance to win the World Series per baseball reference. It's 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 too easy to say yes they're going to make the playoffs. Like it, because it it would have to be a not only a monumental decline by them. Like they would have to have another July for the rest uh, the next 2 months and then three other teams would have to play incredible ball. Right. So make the playoffs don't they're making the playoffs. Now But there's part, always that that chance that uh 7.2% chance that in as crazy as this season has been another brick to the face I could see it happening. Not say it's going to happen, but I could you know, fast forward down to late September and say, what the F? You know, uh, I always talk about standings and I always go back to 2011 because that, if you lift that as a race fan, I I believe that you really shouldn't be looking at standings until when it matters. However, you just said 7.2% that they don't make the playoffs, correct? 72 yeah, based on uh, baseball reference. Numbers. Okay, okay. I'm gonna put you. Uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you think on September 1st, 2011, when the Rays were nine games out, what was the percentage that they could make the playoffs? Or Probably rather, like I'm gonna be make it easier. I'm gonna 1%. okay. I'm gonna give me yeah. What's what were the Red Sox odds that they were not going to the playoffs? Was it smaller than 7.2%? Because if it was smaller than 7.2% and they and that actually came to fruition, then maybe as a race fan, I would be sweating yeah. a little bit more because you have seen it happen. But, I mean, they're, they'll. I, I'm willing to say that they're going to make the playoffs. It's just the deep run is now more in question. Right. And a lot of things can happen when you have – as talented as they may be, you have a Basabi in the lineup, you have an Aranda in the lineup, you have a Mead in the lineup, you have a Pinto in the lineup. A lot of rookies to go around. Yep. And that makes for a lot of mistakes and growing pains. Pinto. And that can shift the complexion of a game, a week, a series, a month, a month and a half. Just throwing it out there. Kevin, you could you could have you could have Pinto, Basabe, Mead, and Aranda playing it in the same game. That's four rookies. Yeah. In a team that wants to start it to start of the year with World Series aspirations. Not only getting to the World Series, but winning it. And and you could be looking at a team that is fielding four rookies. Yeah. Um and and if you count Luke Rayleigh, he's a rookie too, by, by the standards. You know, uh, and Josh Lowe's damn near close. I, exactly. Oof, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. It's tough what's happening right now. Yes, it certainly is. Uh, we have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you this. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, Head over to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money is returned. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, 
you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Um, Before we briefly dive into the near clunker of a 7-0 loss, I should note this about Manny Margot. I think I mentioned that he had a career low 654 OPS this season. We should also put that in context. It's not like he's a 760, 770 OPS guy. He's his numbers are around, you know, 680, 690, 700 OPS. Um, so the numbers are kind of similar-ish to what he's put in previous years, but I think a, a big difference, it's not because he missed a large chunk of time last year, if I recall. So it's trying yeah. to kind of get back to that 2021 level but he's played in i don't know 80 85 games this year so you're paying him that amount of money to play in 60 percent of the games the the equation just doesn't add up in that regard so just wanted to throw that out there and if he was playing like he was last year before he got hurt in that um yankee game he was on fire man i mean they they even called him many Margot ahead like that's that yeah that's that was good he was yeah you know? you could cut, when the when the team was down by one or tied or they needed an insurance run or two, single up the middle, single the other way, single pulled, he could you could usually count on him for that. And yeah. there's been a little bit of that this season, but it's not as much as um we're we we've been used to, like I said. So yeah, no. So so yeah, he I don't I don't think he'll be back for that money. I think you're gonna have to play with with the young kids. You're gonna have to play with Siri and 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 Rayleigh and Lowe. And if Randy is traded, yeah. then you're gonna have to find out, you know, and what you're gonna do in the basically, outfield. Basically, I mean, I'm just throwing this out there with Margot. If he misses three to four weeks, that's basically close to the rest of the season because I would imagine it would also take him time to build back up and get comfortable playing in major league action and the speed of the game and uh, the opposing pitcher uh, pitchers as well. So, yeah, I mean, just trying to think about it, you sort of lost him for the rest of the regular season. And then you might um, hope that he can be back for a playoff run where he does have that valuable playoff experience. And um, with all the stuff that's going on with Wander Franco, a guy like Manny Margot, Spanish speaker, at 28 years old, who's been in the league for as long as he has, I mean, that was kind of, I think, part of the reason the Rays signed him was because of not what he could do on the field, but the guidance that he could provide to, um, you know, the Latin players off the field as well. And that he was, you know, pretty much entering his prime. He's only 28 years old right now. So you would think he'd have a, a lot of quality years left. But I think that kind of dampers things a little bit as well. Yeah. No, it certainly so. does, man. Uh, uh, man, my my head is going all over the place with this whole thing because uh, we, my God, get yourself in the April mindset, Rays fans, and now look at where we are. We're 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 talking about basically retooling, get get you know trading away. We've gone from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. That's where we're at here. Yes, yes, beautifully put beautifully but you're 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 at a stage where you don't even give the the starting role to mayfield you're like no you're gonna earn it buddy like that's where we are right now as a fandom 
pretty much. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, life can change on you on a dime. So, and, and I know this is sports and it's not, you know, oh my, the most important thing. But if, if we just talk about it in a vacuum, wow, did our fandom change with all of yeah. these news? I mean, it's, it's again, spring started at Rasmussen, now McClanahan, Margot, Wander Franco. Like, it's been hit after hit after hit. I just don't know how many hits. Can the that's why I was kind of cheeky with 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 you and Evan last week, which by the way, sending good thoughts to Mr. Evan Klosky. Yes. Um I that's why I was cheeky. I was like, how many how many teams can survive losing one side young? How about two side youngs? How about three side youngs? Like, okay, how about how many other teams can withstand that plus their best player on the team being gone? Yeah, and not and, just their best player on the team, but maybe one of the top three, top five position players in all of baseball. Yeah, exactly. Like how many teams can survive that? Like you can be as optimistic as you want. I don't know how you can look at this race, uh, this race team right now on August 16th and look at the, at the roster and, and what the opportunities say and just say, Hey, you know what? we are taking a step back. Like this yeah. is, this is not what we thought it would be in August when we were back in April. Is there a uh, Kevin crash moment that you wanted to put forth? Yeah. And uh, I shout out to Mr. Neil Solons because when I think it was like three seasons ago, maybe they're in COVID. I don't remember. He was kind of giving crap to fans saying, you know, it's very easy to say in hindsight, you know, like that should have worked better. So just let me tell you a little story. So brushing my teeth, it's late, I'm watching the game on the phone. And Littell is just fantastic, by the way. Littell has been doing great this yeah. year. And boom, he gets hit with a with a solo shot. And then I believe uh, a little single comes through. At that point, he had pitched five and two thirds, three hits allowed. Okay, um, or no, maybe maybe it was it was yeah, yeah, it was a man on first. Just one run allowed, gets a solo home run, then a hit or something like that. A man on a man is on base. He's got seventy nine pitches. He's been pitching terrific, and here comes Kevin Cash. And in that moment, I was like, ah, I don't like this. That's getting too cute. It's getting too cute. Too cute with the bullpen. Just let the man finish his, his outing. Five and two, third, 79 pitches. He's not going to die. And you can still give him one more hitter. And you can, they, they stress the whole thing about the bullpen. We really want to give uh, guys in the bullpen the clean inning. Then don't get cute. Don't get cute. Mm. So he got cute. First pitch, boom, two-run shot. I watched the, the post game. Kevin Cash said, well, that, that pitch honestly was a good pitch. Uh, we've seen that pitch be rolled over to third many times. It wasn't this time, was it? I just, you know, not a lot of Kevin Crash moments this year. Um, but that one, I just... I, I feel like if I could see it while brushing my teeth, how yeah. can they not see that? How can they not see that? That, hey, 
79 pitches. The guy's been pitching fantastic. Like, why get cute? Uh, we've entered the point of the season where we are clamoring for Zach Littell, of all people, to go deeper in the game. So that is the situation we're at here. First off, uh, I was going to Good play point. devil's advocate, but um, over his last four appearances, he's made 82 pitches, 74 pitches, 73 pitches, 79 pitches. So he should be you know, built up. His arm should be sturdy enough. In fact, when he went to 82 pitches against Houston uh, back on July 30th, the start before or the outing before it was 26 pitches. So he jumped from 26 to 82. So, um, so I would think he had a, a few more shots in the arm there, but it could also be a case of, Hey, we got to protect any and every arm at all costs. I don't know. It's, yeah, but this is, this is the reality we're living in, I guess, where it's not, how could you take out Blake Snell? How could you take out Tyler Glass now? How could you take out Shane McClanahan, Jeffrey Springs, Drew Rasmussen, Zach Eflin? No, it's Zach Littell season. That's where we're at. Yeah, it's credit to him for, I guess, and also the Rays for remaking and reworking him and uh, pushing him forward as a starter, just like they did with Drew Rasmussen a couple of years ago. I was kind of knocking the drum for them to do that. I know that he was only a two pitch pitcher at the time, but it was like, yeah. maybe let's extend this guy out and see if he has this capability and, and maybe Latell's that guy. And then I'm sure Latell was really motivated to, to get through that compared or considering his history in a giant's uniform and his history with uh, Gabe Kapler of the giant. So um, there's probably some extra, um, fight in him to to really want to push forward but i guess uh that's what we gotta we gotta bank more on zach latell we gotta push him and and prod him into a more prominent role he's is he our number four starter now i, I can't even keep track you know i mean yeah i guess i guess he oh. is yeah yeah so all right there's that um oh my gosh yeah uh Hopefully, the Rays can salvage this series and win the series before they go to face the LA Angels, but uh, we'll find out about all that. In the meantime, thank you all for making us your very first listen every day. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.